Welcome to Killing Me Softly, The Lighter Side of Wellness, the podcast that sprinkles reality on your kill salad of life. I am your host, Amanda Hansen, certified nutrition coach and owner of Ignite Nutrition and Fitness here in Twin Falls, Idaho. I help people from all walks of life better understand nutrition and how it relates to personal, mental, and physical health. Killing Me Softly, where we take the hell out of healthy living and we put the fun back into functional fitness. Welcome to another episode of Killing Me Softly. We're actually going to change things up today. Today I have Jameson Wood with me and Jameson is actually going to put me in the hot seat and I'm going to be the one being interviewed today because I'm always I'm always one asking the questions and it's probably time I answer a few. So Jameson, thank you for coming in today and with your high energy and just carrying us through because we needed it. I'm back, baby. Let's go. Let's do it. So it's it's your show from here out. You just whatever you want to ask me, whatever you think would be valuable that maybe I miss talking about sometimes. There's lots of things. There's always so much. Every business is super dynamic. Thank you again. First off, let's just start there. Thank, Thank you, you for yes. having me back. I'm excited. I always like to come on and just have something that's more free-flowing, authentic. And so when you ask me, I'm like, what if I interviewed you? It kind of intrigued this thought of, you know, you're always focused on helping other people tell their story. Have you told yours? Yeah. You know what? You have a really good point. I think a lot of the times I try to tell my story to relate it to other people. I, that's kind of like my coaching style is I like to be nice and open and transparent and talk about the things that kind of are ugly that, that I've done or that are a part of my life, but it's not, I always want to hold space for other people. That That's my Absolutely. job. My job is to be here, to listen to others, to know when to give advice and know when to just let them talk it out. So. so that right there, I think a lot of people, misconception with your, or not misconception, stigma, whatever you want to call it, but you're a nutrition coach. So people think, okay, she's going to coach me on what do I eat? What do I not eat? Which is part of the job, but it's mm-hmm. so much deeper than it's that. It's such a small part of the job, honestly. Like a in the beginning, okay. it was a big part of, you know, the job and, and what I was doing. And and I did, you know, come into this space to help people um, take control of their health because that was my story. Was mm-hmm. I was like, why won't people know this? Like, this is so powerful. I just thought, like, I needed to shout it from the rooftops. Um, but after I was in the space for a while, I also started to see that it's a very disordered industry and it's a very, it gets masked a lot of like health and wellness and you're only focused on calories in calories out and what the scale is saying. So just an example, a lot of the times I see people like they really are disciplined that week and they really like made sacrifices and and they didn't do something that they would typically have done the 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 negative behavior and they're so excited to come in and tell me about it and get on that scale and like show me this progress as if that's the only way that I'm going to value them mm-hmm. and they get on the scale we do the body comp and it's not there nothing's there nothing there or it actually looks worse than it did the week before and seeing how like why are we creating this industry that it's like 
you know, jump through this hoop monkey and make this progress for me to find you valuable to help guide you in this wellness journey. Mm-hmm. Like your wellness is fits in the mm-hmm. circle. And if you're not in the circle, then you're not in wellness. Exactly. If, if you're not doing the, the huge sacrifices and the shifts and, and going to the gym multiple times a week and eating this very restrictive diet, then, you know, it's, it's your, your character. It's a character flaw almost is kind of what it started to feel like. So when I was in the, my first probably year, it just naturally started to open up that I would ask people about things that were going on at home with their kids, with their spouses, whatever it was. A lot of times we'd end up even talking about things that happened to them as teenagers or children, young adults that had to do with shame around their body. And that's where I saw things begin to change with the people that I was trying to help. And I didn't care if weight loss happened. I wanted to see that they could enjoy life without thinking that there's a, I have to perform in order to receive. Mm -hmm. That's not true. Most of the time when we're struggling with or wellness and everyone it's I hate using the word weight loss because I don't want to be in the weight loss realm but people come to me because they want weight loss right that's it is what it is right that's the surface problem that's the surface problem they also have a pretty good understanding like you know I need to be healthy as well and held accountable from someone absolutely but it's let's let's look at the let's look at people as a whole you know I wasn't I wasn't a drug addict because I just woke up one morning and decided that I was going to live that type of a lifestyle. Like it's not, a, it's not a fun lifestyle for anybody to live. I did that because things happened to me and I didn't know how to navigate it and I had nobody to help me mm-hmm. process it. And so naturally I got uncomfortable in my skin and my body and I found something that turn that off and that's exact exact but we don't we don't associate it at that time and then it becomes a problem and then my life started to spiral even more out of control because I wasn't dealing with the issues and it was recognizing that what I had been through in my life was unfair and that it wasn't you know something that I had caused but my drug addiction was my doing I I was in control of that and that's where I had to like start doing the the serious work. And it's the same when it comes to weight loss and wellness. We have bad habits because things have happened to us. Mm-hmm. Maybe we had a family member that um, made comments about our weight when we were really young. Mm-hmm. Maybe we had a friend who kind of fat shamed us. Mm-hmm. And we never, our bodies never looked quite like their bodies. And as we become adults and nobody is talking about this, nobody is addressing this, it gets, it morphs into other things. Well, and and also too, like you started talking about those two examples you just gave and my mind went poof with like so many examples. Like you saw your parent taking weight loss pills. You saw an infomercial about an ab machine. And if you do this ab machine, this is what you'll look like and what you're supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. Like those little things, they definitely plant seeds that create our insecurities about what we should look like, how we should feel. And it's so, so true. And we don't tie it back to that until sometimes somebody gives us the space and like 
you know, gives you that, that environment to be like, yeah, you're right. That deep clean. That is, that's when, you know, I did hate my body. I did look at magazines all the time and wish that I could be like that. I did take, you know, severe measures to try to, to fit into this cookie cutter mold that somebody or society told me that I needed to fit into. I was the shadow of my sister who was Mm -hmm. tall and lean and I was short and stocky, right? Like it can be something just so simple. Yep. And the, the reality is, is, is happiness isn't on the other side of weight loss. It never is on the other side of weight loss. I can't even like, I don't want to say like it's all the time I see this, but I've seen a lot of people, they lose the weight. They do it through methods that they might think are, are decently healthy and, and, you know, they're not terrible methods, but when you're not dealing with how you think and how you view yourself through your weight loss journey, you're going to get on the other side of that. Guess what? You're Still just as miserable. miserable. And now you're miserable, miserable in a smaller, you know, size of pants and coming or morphing into a smaller body comes with its own obstacles again, because a lot of the times we have eight, we, we use food as a comfort to protect ourselves. It's our, it's our little armor. And now all of a sudden you've had the weight loss happen. Now, you know, you feel obligated to maintain that smaller body, whether or not you're in your natural healthy state, because we're, we tend to not care about that. We just want to be a certain size. So now you're in a smaller body. Now you're can't have that protection of of being not seen sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's something a lot of people don't realize that all your problems are still going to be there. All your your coping me- mechanisms are still going to be there. Now you feel like you're in a spotlight. Society wants you to maintain what you achieved and it's it's a constant struggle. So why not just go a little bit slower and let's figure stuff out as we move forward and make small shifts and try to find happiness before we find, you know, the smaller pant size. Because that's all it comes down to. It's, it's Anybody can lose weight, but if you're not doing it in a way that is healthy and sustainable, you're just causing more problems that, again, you'll have to eventually unravel. So why not do it right the first time? Well, okay, so I'm going to kind of summarize <laughs> where we started and where we went in that. Oh, boy. So we think, and I'm going to give the quick version, right? So people come to you because they think, okay, I need to lose weight. I need to learn nutrition concepts, and I need a coach to keep me accountable. And then they sit with you. You start talking about their nutrition, their eating habits, how they view things. And what happens is it gets expansive, mm-hmm. and you actually identify core beliefs or core root issues that Mm -hmm. are keeping them from a being happy with how they are now b not giving them like the right tools to valuing themselves enough to to do what's best for them that's a big thing yeah and a lot of times not doing what's best for them I feel like that comes from just lack of knowledge too absolutely because they see oh this is how you lose weight this is how it needs to be done the extremes or whatever yeah the the social media the you know, other people's approaches. Yeah. So then you coach them on where they're at right now Mm -hmm. and helping them make small shifts so they can lead ultimately a happier life. And a byproduct of that is the weight loss. Yes. And, and your body will lose what it needs to, like your body will morph to where it, it needs to, to be its healthiest. And I see so many women come in here and 
I mean, mostly women, there are some men too, where they have tried to morph their bodies into something like that. It's very unhealthy, but in such a small size that they, they have caused damage over right. and over and over. And so every single time they try to lose weight, it's getting harder and harder. harder. Mm-hmm. And we have to discuss that. Like people need to understand that it's okay. Like if, if you're having a hard time losing weight, there could absolutely be reasons why. Sometimes it can be medical. Sometimes it can be emotional. Emotional. Sometimes it can Hormone. be exactly. There's so many things that goes into play. And the worst thing I think that I can do as a coach is you come in and I put you on a 1200 calorie diet. Ugh, that just makes my skin Ugh, crawl that's when a disorder. I hear the 1200 calorie number, but I cut your food. And if you have a hormone issue, I've just triggered a huge cortisol dump. And when I've triggered a huge cortisol dump, now I'm causing all this inflammation in your body. But guess what? You're losing pounds on the scale and I'm causing long-term issues that I get to as a coach walk away from and, and be like, oh, look, I, I, I hope got them to their, their, their yeah. weight goal. Look, at, I'm, I'm amazing at what I do. And then a few years down the road, this you know, previous client of mine is struggling with issues that they they can't seem to get diagnosed or understand because I took extreme measures in a way to that wasn't make myself look best. good as a coach. Yeah, it's not their best exactly. Intention. It's not in the in their best interest for me to do that. It's in my best interest to get people to lose weight fast and like get this great reputation of of a weight loss driven coach. results, but that's not why I started doing this. This was a passion project that accidentally turned into a business. And I'm just going with the flow at this point. So here's a question for you, because I'm sure if people are listening to this, it's like, that's a lot, right? Like, oh, well, I want to come into weight loss. And now it's all of, all yeah, of a like, sudden. Talk about my trauma. Yeah, I'm like, my can I handle this? How do you make sure when you have a new client or a new prospect come mm-hmm. to you, how do you make sure they're a good fit? Because obviously you don't want to waste their time. You don't mm-hmm. want to waste yours. How do you how do you find that space? That's a really hard question because I don't think that there's anybody that I've you know I can, away, per yeah se. like I I feel I can find common ground with just about any human. I've been in so many different stages of my life. You know I I've been the the worst of the worst humans, and I have been the straight and narrow person as well. But most of the time. If I feel like they're not a good fit, it's only because I start to recognize some severe traumas or mental health issues that they are fighting and they're trying to hide it behind doing a diet or doing, I'm going to, you know, get healthy. Mm -hmm. And I have no issue with telling people that I would rather see them invest their their money into therapy and counseling and, and address those issues first. Then and then coming back in and let's get you a little bit healthy. Most of the time, most people <clears throat> through lifestyle changes like your diet and, and habits and kind of talking through things, the mental health and you, you will feel much better. Mm-hmm. But there are few times where somebody opens up to me about something that is incredibly traumatizing and that they've not opened up to somebody before. And that's when I can tell that it's, I don't want to say it's above my head, but I would do them no favors by trying to walk them through processing something as, as 
you know, violent or traumatic that they had experienced. And that's probably tied to the reason why they're just always spinning their wheels. Absolutely. Well, and people need to identify like what's your what can you offer and then anything outside of that scope, who's the best resource for 100%. you? And I think it's really humble to be able to cuz I have to do that as a business coach, right? Like mm-hmm. if it's not in my wheelhouse, I'll find you someone who can mm-hmm. help you in that space. And I think it's really important because that helps the person, it helps you build trust, it helps all the mm-hmm. way. So to say like, wow, this is way beyond just your nutrition and your wellness. This is mental this is traumatic let's find you a resource and it's not always like not everybody comes in and you know like has you know severe mental health issues and and i don't want to paint this picture like that's all i do you better be you you want to go on a diet and lose weight you must be crazy you must be broken exactly there's something wrong with you that's (laughs) not what i'm saying but the roots the the root stuff there's always some reason why we do what we do and that's the that's the magic of and it's humans are just they're intricate and they're they're interesting. At the same time, you they're just weird too. If you really look at how we behave as as animals, we're a weird little group of beings. <laughs> so everyone has their own thing. And it's not like everyone that walks in the store, we're getting deep and like, you know, the tears are being shed. But most of the time it's me even like telling them, like, you don't need to be perfect all the time. Like you need go have the crumble cookie. Go to swig. Go enjoy life but let me show you how to balance balance it and and, and eat accept normal. it exactly right? and not be like oh man I shouldn't have done that I the shame that comes with when we eat something or when we you know don't do our weekly workouts those types of situations that's what I try to work on with people of the the comparison to others oh well so-and-so does this and I see this woman on Instagram doing this it's not it's not accurate mm-hmm. it's everyone has different lives so just teaching people to find their own path and I'll guide you with whatever path that that is as long as it's not a destructive path so well and for me I've been in and out of the fitness industry for 10 plus years and like as you're talking I'm having all like I'm I'm having all these moments mm-hmm. of yes, and so I commend you for the work that you do because it is hard. I used to be a personal trainer, used to compete, used to blah mm-hmm. blah blah blah, and there's different phases of those seasons where you just need perspective and you need help and you mm-hmm. need a safe space and you need someone to help you make those decisions and almost give you the permission to just relax a little bit because yep. I I've been in the space where I go to the restaurant and order food and I look at it as a math problem mm-hmm. and that messes with your psyche it That's messes with exactly. how your body even processes it right exactly and then you get obsessive and it's just it's not healthy and I've nope. been in that space multiple times and so I uh, what you're saying I'm like yes and people just need to give themselves grace but sometimes we need you need to give yourself grace and you also need to like have a plan have enough respect for like yourself and your body and putting yourself first and understanding like let's let's take care of this feed provide fuel for your gut and you know that helps fuel your brain and then your brain is going to help fuel your body for your muscles so why why are we doing it the opposite way mm-hmm. why are we trying to build the muscles and look a certain way and not taking into not consideration in consideration other things like, you know, nutrient dense foods and our fiber intake and what that can do for us. We will a hundred percent throw our mental health down the, the drain 
in pursuit of looking a certain way in a, you know, photo that you're going to take on vacation. And like, just think of the crazy, like I, I'm just as guilty as anybody, but when you really dial this back and you think like, Hey, I want to be a different shape. So I'm going to not be happy so I can be that shape. And maybe other people will look at me and think I'm happy because I'm this shape, but I'm actually miserable. Like really, really break. It's just and this might seem it's a little, yeah, this might seem a little extreme or extracted for people who are on the outside, but this is literally what you deal with every single day, every single day. So it gets deeper than just, you know, a lot of, oh, I could be a nutrition coach. I could do this. Yeah, I could. Anyone could. Anybody their, can break down macros. Yes, exactly. It's not it's not a hard but equation. If you want the long term, deeper result. Mm-hmm. It takes the mental Absolutely. aspect of it. And just like having approaches like realistic approaches to life where you shouldn't have to meal prep every single meal. Like, go to McDonald's, and we can probably figure out a good balance for you to eat. If you're eating McDonald's, McDonald's all the time, time there's out, a problem. Time out. Swig McDonald's and crumble cookie if you want a free, like, she's... <laughs> there's free? What? No, no, no. You're totally pitching them. I like, know. <laughs> I know. You want to sponsor this is, me, you guys? Exactly. There it is. Like, are we I, sponsored here? <laughs> we're not. If Swig sponsored me, I mean... I could probably save a lot of money that way. That's since I don't drink anymore. Like that's my, oh my that's my gosh. thing. Like if if somebody says like you want to go get a drink, I always go. Swig? I think like we're going to swig, and I'm like, oh no, we're real grown adults. They want to go. They want to go. No. They want to go drink alcohol. What's so that? Yeah. I too much swig for this girl. But that's the reality of it. Is do I claim to be this super incredibly healthy, like everything organic? take care of my body in the the best way. Absolutely not. But I also have the understanding of balance. If I feel like garbage, you're going to relay it. Exactly. I, it's because I'm not doing something right. And it's because I've pushed myself and I've cut some corners and I know that it's not like, I used to think there's something wrong with me that I have this, I'm going to have my doctor test for this. I, I did all those things and come to find out it was actually, because I was cutting the corners. I was trying to take the easy way out, easy way out for everything. But I, and I didn't even realize that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So just learning a little bit of discipline and how to apply balanced nutrition to your life without breaking the bank or getting too detailed. It's, it's life changing. And I think like we've talked about this in other podcasts that I've been on with you is like the spectrum, right? Of what wellness is, what nutrition is, the lazy wellness coach, whatever you want to call yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not lazy, by yeah. the way. <laughs> but the concept that we talked about there, just to clarify, but it it's funny. I'm literally thinking of the extremes that we see all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I really appreciate your approach because you don't go extreme. You go real and you, you change what you're doing in your business for the people who are in front of you. Absolutely. It's not a one size fits all. It's not. And I I will always tell people, you know, like, again, this this wasn't supposed to be a bit like I did not go into this to make a bunch of money and and become wealthy off of it. It was a way for me to get a break from doing QuickBooks all the time for my husband's business. So question if this because you've said that twice now and I've heard you say it before, like, this is a passion that turned into a business. Why mm-hmm. do you keep doing it? It's a great question. I'm a great host. <laughs> it is. And I, I have an answer. I think I have an answer because I ask myself this question all the time of like, 
what are we doing here? What are we doing here? We got to, we need to figure this out. But it's, I get to, as somebody who is a very, I'm naturally introverted. So I'm not ever going to really put myself out socially. Mm-hmm. It's just not comfortable for me. What an amazing opportunity that I get to sit in front of people and I get to learn about them and like all these different ways of living and, and backgrounds and lifestyles. And I can help somebody, even if it's just one person a day, feel a little bit better about themselves. And I make enough to keep the doors open. Like, what else am I going to do? I'm a 40-year-old woman. My son is in his 20s. My husband and I own a bread and butter business, as I refer to it. Um, and I do put a lot of energy into that. But on a day-to-day if I'm not doing this, if I'm not putting my time into trying to help other people or giving people that space, what would I be doing? I I feel like it would be, I would fall into the rat race of, I need to be, yeah, helping. I need to look this, I need, like, I would start to get into that realm of, of sometimes as women, we we're in competition with each other all the time. And if I'm just busy working and putting my energy into other people who want it. You know, like I get to have people walk in this door and I force them to listen to me be an absolute nerd for 30 to 45 minutes, you know, throughout the entire day. Like I couldn't ask for anything more. So at the end of the day, it's a great way to spend my time. And I am blessed enough to be in that space to not have to constantly try to make more of an income right it's not like you're trying to cash flow this and grow mm-hmm. it and ha- like this is your yeah, end well, once I decide I'm done like that this wouldn't be worth I, I I haven't built something that is going to cause generational wealth by any means like the day that I'm like you know I'm kind of done doing this and I lock the door it's done there's no there's there's no way to you know hand it off or give it to somebody. This is the wildest thing I think I've ever heard, (laughs) especially like, so as a business coach, that's what I do. I know. And so I I think I understand what you're saying a thousand percent, but I'm like, man, you just took a big piece of humble pie to say, yo, this pays my bills. I have a little like side hustle here. This works, but you know, I'm not trying to grow this thing into, I'm not hustling people to to get the most money out of them as I can. Like, we're content. We're yeah, good. And yeah. your purpose is to give you purpose mm-hmm. to help people and to like impact people in that way. But yep. then that's it. And it's, which is you know, wild. Exa- that's, <laughs> I, I, anytime people ask me this, cause I'm always aligned like with other like people in business and I hear them like with their, like, you know, their business plans and what they're going to do. I'm like, Ugh, I should probably, I should probably have like, one of yeah, those, <laughs> you know, I don't know. But then you but, also invest, like you have a beautiful office. You invest in things like a podcast and marketing mm-hmm. a website. You you've invested into your business too. Mm-hmm. So I, there's also that side of it where you're not just taking clients until you don't want to take clients. Like this is a legit operating business. And I've worked with you in business before and you are on point. When it comes to the back end, a of little building. OCD about yeah. stuff, <laughs> and it's great, right? It, it is. Your it, husband's it, very lucky that he has you on he his has team. No idea. Sometimes I'm like, do you like with his little mistakes that you know, like, stop it, not giving <laughs> me the receipts or or transferring in accounts? We're not going to go there. But nonetheless, I say that's awesome. What what you know? What a better <laughs> thing that I get to do? Like, yeah, it's 
And it I'm, makes sense. It it's, does. And it's, it's not foundation. like I'm Mother Teresa out here, you know, just spending my time trying to help people and not getting anything in return. Obviously, I am, but there's no, there's no end game. There's yeah. no. Your incentive is not, I need to make this a six figure cash flow in business that I'm going to sell not. out to private Absolutely equity not. and sit on a board and that's run the for, world. That's for, you know, our, our bread and butter business. That's for the, the, the lawn care and spraying. And even in that business, like I, I like to keep my head into like, what can we do to impact others in a positive way without sacrificing myself to do that? That's a lesson I've had to learn. Like I want to be helpful to people and sometimes I'm helpful to a fault and understanding where that that line is of not doing things to to you know put myself on the back burner but i get to do that with with clients you know they they want the the help they're open for it i want to give it it works man i feel like this has been a very vulnerable podcast cuz we've opened up yeah, the truth of what coaching looks like we've opened up why you're in business, what, I'm <laughs> what doing. that looks like, what it your is. goals are. But I think overall, it goes back to you as a coach, you as a person, you're very honest, you're very raw, you have your intention and the perspective that you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not afraid to just put it out there and people Absolutely can not. take it for what they want. There's a lot of value in what you offer. And we've covered a lot of that today, but it's not about like, the secret sauce that's coming down the pipeline. Exactly. It's what There's you nothing. see is what you get. And I think that Absolutely. makes you super valuable as a coach. And I think that's another reason where it's like, I'm just not a natural born. I'm not a natural born salesman or business person because like it's. You're just I'm a nerd. Sometimes I am a nerd <laughs> and I'm way too transparent sometimes. And I'm way too like. I, I see things and sometimes I think there's a shock value to it. Like I, I feel like everyone else is just as open as I am. Like I'll talk about poop. No problem. You know, how's your poop? What, what, how do I, the frequency, how often me that? <laughs> and sometimes I can, it takes people back or they don't know how to take me. And so by being in this industry, I get to just bring people into me and, and they come in this space and they're, they're ready to, just kind of be open and and honest and vulnerable and I'm I'm a great candidate for that because that those are my conversations those are my people I'm not a small talk kind of human that's why social events drain my batteries but yeah every time we get on the phone it just goes into something yeah that's like two hours time. later I'm like okay I gotta get off I've got things to do but yeah so, well, I will hand this back over to you because I think we're at about our time limit. We are. But I appreciate you allowing me to come in here and ask you some hard questions Absolutely. because it was a lot of information. But Easy. It was easy. <laughs> I can do that part. <laughs> ask me anything. So Obviously. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming in and I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends who you think could use a good laugh and a health boost. Join us next week for more laughs, wisdom, and real-life tips to keep you killing it softly in your wellness journey. Until then, this is Amanda Hansen signing off. Here's to healthier habits for real people in real life. Real life.